Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910, 980, 1300 AM, or anywhere on that Odyssey app. It's 509, 68 degrees, and some hazy sunshine, some clouds outside, wherever. It depends on where you're staying. Now, if you if you didn't miss the, the call before the break, before we had to go to the break, um, you heard what a wonderful job Joe Biden was doing and all the wonderful things he did as far as infrastructure and the CHIPS Act and all that fun stuff. Um, but you heard a lot of misinformation on how it all started and, and what what precipitated those bills actually coming to fruition. Trump presented an infrastructure plan to Congress in February of 2018 with $200 billion in federal funding and projected it would result in $1.5 trillion of investments from the private sector. Democrats opposed this plan because of the emphasis on state and local funding and private investments. The Democrats at in 2018 for an infrastructure plan didn't want private investments to come in and pay for some of the infrastructure that they'd be rebuilding. They wanted all the money to come from the government. So that was the first part there. Now you move to April of 2019. Now, again, that was February of 2018. You go to April of 2019, and Trump and the Democrats agree on a $2 trillion for infrastructure, but not how to pay for it. If you remember this Big meeting. There was Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer met Donald Trump at the White House to come to an agreement, and they agreed to a $2 trillion infrastructure plan, but there wasn't an agreement on how to pay for it. Donald Trump wanted a multitude of uh, investments, again, from the private sector to come in and help pay for the burden that the tax dollars, the taxpayer, would have uh, would have uh, brought on to themselves. Now, eventually, that bill moved on with the government paying for it because Donald Trump was no longer in office. So this was a plan. This was an ongoing conversation long before Joe Biden came into the effect. The issue was how to exactly pay for it, a mixture. Like, again, when you have a big stadium built, new football stadium, new baseball stadium, or anything like that, the taxpayer should really be on the hook for this multi-billion dollar infrastructure that this multi-billion dollar company and employees are going to make? No, I think it should be a private endeavor or a public-private endeavor. If you don't agree with that and you just think the government should pay, our tax dollars should pay for all the infrastructure improvements there are, then that's fine. That's what you ended up getting with the Joe Biden administration. But this deal was started long before it was in the works. There was a discrepancy on who should pay for it in total. When you had a Democrat majority, when Joe Biden got in, they passed the infrastructure bill that Donald Trump started, but with the funding coming completely from our tax dollars. So you move on from that. You have, and this is coming from the MIT Technology Review, on May 15th of 2020, Donald Trump came to agreement with the world's largest contract trip maker, announcing it will build a $12 billion plant in Arizona to open by 2024. It expects the facility to employ roughly 1,600 people and indirectly generate thousands of other jobs. This is seen as a victory for the Trump administration, which has been pushing to disentangle its technology supply chain from China. Both 
are regaining its high-tech manufacturing capacity from Asia and by cutting off its own equipment and intellectual property from Chinese tech giants like Huawei, who are stealing our information. So again, May 15th of 2020, Trump got a $12 billion U.S. trip deal with the Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturer, TSMC, back then. It started before Joe Biden. So if you want to see Joe Biden as your savior that got all this stuff, look to the precursors of these things. If you look at the border, if you look at a lot of the policies that are in place today, they are Donald Trump policies that simply aren't being enforced by the Biden administration, by an incompetent secretary of Homeland Security. This is why we have the issues we have. But Joe Biden hasn't really changed any of the policies down there, hasn't done anything. They're just not enforcing them. There's no one doing anything with them. So before your blind trust of someone who's being has a 32% approval rating by his own party, look into the facts of what you discuss when you call the show. The infrastructure bills were in the works. The chip manufacturing bills and programs were in the works long before Joe Biden got here. Joe Biden can barely have a conversation. Do you really think he's coming up with a master plan on chip manufacturing? Let's go to the phones now. We have uh, Lorraine from Hazleton on Trump. Lorraine. Well, and it's about life. When you um, started to show you, it said, what has to change in this world? Um, something's got to give. I'm paraphrasing it. Well, people have to change their attitudes uh, there are a lot of good people in the world, but there are a lot of rude, unkind, stubborn. A lot of, a lot of, you know, the politicians. It's all stubbornness. And uh, what you're saying now about Trump is absolutely true. Because, um, and the thing is about Biden. The one thing that I hate is he, he's for abortion. And now, oh yeah, some people will say, oh yeah, so is Trump. Well, you know what? There are a lot of people that are. Have have been they, you know they used to be one way and now they're the other way. So that happens in politics. It happens in life, and um, yeah, his attitude. But like you said, and I'll say it, and I always did before I heard you, his policies were good, and he was for America, and he was for life. I'll say it again, and um, like I said, people, it's a power hungry. World and you take um, Rob after 9/11, people flocked to churches. Uh, you couldn't find a flag left in stores. You know, people were closer to their families. That day when it first happened, people thought they were going to die. They didn't know what was happening. They called their family members up, telling them how much they loved them. People were scared. So is that what it's going to have to, you know? Be you know to take to change the world. I don't know. Sadly, okay. I think it is. Sadly, I think it is, Lorraine. I think it's going to take an act of something like that on a larger scale. I mean, with these countries that want to do us harm. Well, you know, I, I think it's going to be on a much bigger scale the next time that happens. And and I don't know if we're up for that challenge. I hope to God we are. Well, um, you know. I, I know some people are, but I, I don't know if enough people are Rob, to survive I, it. Oh, I'm sorry. That day when it happened. They said, watch, this is nothing compared to what could happen because the enemy is already here living, working among us. And um, 
I believe it. I believe it's true. And look at how in Boston, how they're taking flight lessons. I mean, there's so much uh, the hatred and like even in listen every day things in families, um, in your in your professions, any kind of profession, whether it be uh, the medical profession, um, teachers, lawyers. I don't want to be specific, but oh my gosh, I'll tell you. I've had dealings that you almost have to, you know, the nicer you are sometimes, the more you're shut down. And um, it, sometimes it's very, very disheartening. It, it is. And, and I, I like to look for the best in people, even people I disagree with. You know, I, I don't wish anyone harm. Yeah. I just wish the others, uh, others thought the same way. But it seems other people don't care about that harm as long as you agree differently than them, if, as long as you think differently from them. And... Um, I think we really need a course cor- correction in society. In this business of having to watch what you say, how you say it, I don't mean terrible things. I mean innocent things that we used to say years ago or not too long ago uh, that you didn't think anything of. I heard somebody on the radio, I don't even know, was it one of the hosts? Somebody, were they talking about an animal? And they said black something. And they said, oh. Uh, a, a, a color, an animal of color, you know. I mean, and I had a chuckle to myself, you know. So it's just that, I, I mean, I'm fed up to, to hear, hear, I'm pointing to my chin, you can't see me, but I mean, <laughs> it, with everything, it's just, I just shake my head and think, oh my God, Lorraine, you know, I just, oh. I don't know where to end. I don't know where to begin. It's just... Well, at, at this point, Lorraine, we need to start tuning out and do better. I, I, I tried to do it. I'm doing. I'm in the process of doing it now myself where uh, I tune out the nonsense on weekends. I tune it out when, I'm, when I don't have to be involved in it. You know, I want to be as knowledgeable as I can when I talk about things here. But, you know, I, I think we really need to do a better job, job of tuning out all these conflicting distractions that they want us to have and just live life. And I think we need to get back to that. But, Rob, I'm not only even talking about political stuff. I'm talking about personal stuff. You know, just life in general. Life in general has to change. And, I mean, if, if like I said, if you're not God-fearing or if you don't believe, but just try, try. I mean, but, but that's where stubbornness comes in. People are stubborn and power-hungry. They are, Lorraine. I appreciate your call today and... Uh... Hopefully tomorrow's a better day or this evening's a better night. Uh, well, when you don't worry, there were no poems today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I told you, Tom, don't worry, there are no poems. But when you started off about time, I thought, uh-oh, there's a poem about time. I thought, no, I want to call and tell them about time. <laughs> well, the week's still early, Lorraine. You can call later in the week, and we can have that time poem. <laughs> okay, Rob. All right, Lorraine, have a great night. I'll try, you too. Bye-bye. Um... I'm looking uh, through the text messages now. It's uh, There's a bunch of them. I'll get through them during the break. But, yeah, I, I just think we need to do better. And, and like I said, I, I've, I've really made it a point. And if you follow me on social media, you see on the weekends, my stuff's kind of life heart, lighthearted and, and just kind of what I'm doing or something like that. Nothing focused on politics. Nothing focused on, you know, the bad in the world or anything like that. You know, I, I had a good weekend this weekend. 
Nikki's planning a good weekend this upcoming weekend, hopefully. I had a decent weekend last weekend, too. We had a lot of fun. We went to Latino Fest, got along with, you know, everybody. You know, everybody was having a good time, enjoying dancing and music. Car show in Scranton, which, ooh, I have to remember tomorrow. Bill from the uh, St. Anne sent me a list of people he forgot to thank when he was on the air with me yesterday. So I want to <laughs> make sure that I get that out there for Bill. But um, on top of, of that, yes, this coming weekend we have Farm. Fest in Bloomsburg coming up, which is going to be a great time. I have tickets to give away for that tomorrow as well on my show from 12 to 3. So we have that going on, which is a good time. But if you um, don't like to travel far, there's also the Good Things Are Happening Fest that's um, happening at the Iron Furnace. And, you know, there's so many good things that are ha- that are happening yeah, throughout it's, Northeast. It's fireman PA. fair season, so they're happening yeah. all over the place. Right. Make sure you visit and support your local fire companies. There's a million things going on, and you don't have to be stuck in your misery all the time time do you or the misery created by this world because you know here's the sad part no matter what the outcome is we still have to keep our sanity we have to we do and at the the fire company my only concern is where am i getting my potato pancakes where am i getting my funnel cake Mm -hmm. and where am i getting my uh my pierogies or or whatever else the specialty might be. Yep, depending on where you go in the area. Some places have homemade ice cream. Some have clam chowder. Some have clams. See, I'm spoiled for that because I, I I live down the block from the Montel Dairy, so that's, mm. we go there all the time. Don't even rub that in. I do pass Manning's, though. You know, the, the store in Clark Summit all the time, mm-hmm. but... You know, now don't say you're spoiled because I don't believe that's on your plan. <laughs> Not on my plan. Actually, my wife said oh, it would be really good to get ice cream. I told her, shh, shh we can't go. You could go to no it any, 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 anything you want, honey, whenever you want, but uh, don't include me all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they do make a, there is a keto ice cream that's mm. pretty good. Mm. Uh, um, so I'm, niece, I guess I could cheat with that. My niece was telling me about something that you can get. Like they sent it to you via. Amazon or something. It starts with an R. I can't remember. There's but, a lot of things I can get from Amazon that start sent, with an R. It's an ice cream that's sent by Amazon. I'm like, uh, 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 I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's... Free in the, those, whatever they do to send stuff so it doesn't melt. Yeah, the dry ice freeze bags yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah, I don't trust it. Yeah, I would. <laughs> I don't know if I trust Amazon. And I can't. I would rather cheat it at Montdale Dairy than uh, yeah, right? do that. It's uh, 523 here at WILK. At least you're supporting your local farmer. I am. There you go. That's the way I justify it every once in a while. <laughs> this Penteladata Internet Traffic Update. Uh, we have some slowing, 81 southbound in the music area. Between music and Avoca, you're going below 35 miles per hour. It's just slowing through construction, 81 southbound between Lennox and Waverly. And we also have some heavy traffic on north of Blakely Street in Dunmore. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line, 570 Seven two six nine, Nikki Stone, WILK Traffic. Thank you, Nikki. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast has from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Today, spotty showers across the region, high 73. Tonight, showers ending, partly cloudy, low 58. Wednesday, warm and humid with an isolated storm, high 85. Thursday, showers and storms possible, high 78. Friday, mix of sun and clouds, high 82. Currently 68 degrees and cloudy outside. At 524 at your official weather station, WILK. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio, 528 here at the station, 68 degrees and cloudy. 
We're going to go a little international now just to let us know that there are real troubles in the world and real threats that are at not only our door, but at other doors in order to get to us. I don't know if you've saw the video of it yet, but uh, the Chinese uh, Coast Guard ships that were harassing Filipino governor, government ships, Coast Guard ships, and supply ships in the area using a water cannon to harass them. The Philippines have summoned the Chinese ambassador over the water cannon incident in disputed South China Sea. Now, this is uh, you know part of the total harassment that, that China has used in the South China Sea as far as Taiwan and the Philippines. But uh, if you've seen the video, it's uh, pretty dangerous what they did. Uh, they cut the ships off, almost causing a collision. And this this didn't this just was not a, a a short incident. This was hours long standoff occurred this past weekend near Second Thomas Shoal, which has been occupied for decades by Philippine forces stationed on board a rusting grounded navy ship. But it's also claimed by China. With the latest flare up in territorial conflicts in the South China Sea involving China and the Philippines, Vietnam, Malaysia, Taiwan, Brunei. The United States, the European Union, Australia, and Japan expressed support for the Philippines and concern over Chinese actions. Washington renewed a warning that it's obligated to defend its longtime treaty ally if Philippine public vessels and forces come under armed attack, including in the South China Sea. See where I'm getting with this? See where this is headed. Philippine Coast Guard and diplomatic officials held a news conference on Monday said they would show video and photographs that said six Chinese Coast Guard ships and two militia vessels blocking two Philippine Navy-chartered civilian boats, taking supplies to the Philippine forces at Second Thomas Shoal. One supply boat was hit with a powerful water cannon by a Chinese Coast Guard, the military said. Only one of the two Philippine boats managed to deliver their food, water, fuel, and other supplies to the Philippine forces at the shoal. During the confrontation, two Philippine Coast Guard ships escorting the supply boats were also blocked by the Chinese Coast Guard ships at close range and were threatened with water cannons. Three Chinese Navy ships stood by at close distance at one point, monitoring the event. So not only did you have multiple Coast Guard Chinese Coast Guard vessels harassing these ships, cutting in front of them, almost causing collisions, hitting them at water cannons, you had their big brothers, the Chinese Navy, right off the coast watching this whole thing just in case something came out of it. And now you have the United States coming saying that we will defend our allies if they come under armed attack. All you need is a bad situation here that could blow up to something that this world does not want. And this is happening all over the world. While we're here pointing figures at each other saying, well, I don't like your guy. Well, I don't like your guy. Well, I don't like your guy. Your guy says mean things. Well, your guy lies. Well, that's why they want us looking at all these other things, because there are real threats out there, and we really need to focus on that. We're going to talk about them, some more of those threats, in just a bit. It's uh, 532 here at WILK. We'll be back after the news with Paul Michaels. You're with the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio 537, 68 degrees and cloudy out there. Just got an update uh, on the news here that Wall Street dips as markets fall worldwide on worries about banks and the economy. So the best time ever, best administration ever, but uh, 
you know, the market dips because of uh, worries about the banks and economy, something that's completely under the administration's control. Let's go to the phone. We have uh, Harold from Scranton on Biden. Harold, how are you? Yeah, Rob, I, uh, uh, with all that's been presented about Joe Biden, certainly on Fox News, no other establishment has presented anything. Uh, CNN, MSNBC, nothing. In lieu of that, I'm just curious to see whether you, what your opinion is. Will Joe Biden, with everything that he obviously now knows, has been presented about him as leadership and everything else, will he resign? Will he be impeached or will they send him to jail? What do you think? I don't think he'll resign. I don't think you'll ever see that. Um, I think there's a good chance the House of Representatives will impeach him based on the evidence they show. Uh, They have the votes. They can do it. Um, And as far as what was the third option there? Uh, Send him to jail. Yeah, I I don't think we're going to as long as now. Uh, and again, I, I don't even see a new administration, even if Trump does get elected. I don't see him sending Joe Biden to jail. I see him trying to highlight, you know, more openly the things that are being alleged right now. You know, he was obviously deeply involved with his son's business, which is something totally different from what he told the public. Um, I'm, well, I'm, I'm well aware of that. I know about going to jail. I, I don't know why I put that as third option. Uh, I like the fact that you think about impeachment, and I favor that as well. But I happen to believe that the party, the party, the the the, the, the swamp, whatever you want to call them, they're going to, I think, uh, present to him: if you resign, we can control anything with any uh, information about you. We got enough lawyers and what have you, and I think they're going to con- uh, uh, convince him to resign. You think that you you agree with that? No, I don't think you'll. I, I mean, he's not popular with his own party. I've already proved that. He's polling in a low 30s approval rating with his own party. I don't think they'll ever ask him to resign because they're not even, they don't even have someone in the batting cage ready to step in for him. Uh, they don't like Kamala Harris, so they, they're not going to go that direction. So either, either Joe Biden runs with a new vice president or not sure which direction they go because they really have no one sitting there in the wings waiting to step in. You have Gavin Newsom doing the right things to do that, but I don't think he stands a chance on a national scale. I agree with you there. Okay, buddy, thanks for your uh, uh, comments. Uh, let's go with impeachment for sure. Yep, let's see where Absolutely. let's see where that goes. I think they have enough evidence to pursue that. Yeah, but with all the evidence, when are they going to present the impeachment? They've got enough evidence. Why are... Why wouldn't that all be taking place right now? Well, they're not in session right now. The Speaker of the House says it will be taken up in the next couple of months. Mm-hmm. So I, I could see okay. it happening as early as just before the holidays. Okay, buddy. Have a great day. Good all right, Harold. Thanks you. for calling in. Bye-bye. Yeah, and, uh, you know, it's that's... I think there's more evidence to impeach Joe Biden on the things that he's said and lied about that they've found evidence for, especially with these LLCs and multiple family numbers companies, the fact that he was deeply involved in these business decisions, that he was the brand. Own business partner who made millions off of this says he was the brand. Um, That's selling your office for personal gain, even if it's your family members and not you personally. But then you have Hunter Biden with messages saying that he has funneled money to his father, that he supports his father 
financially, and he hopes his kid doesn't have the same burden. So, yes, I think there's enough evidence because if you go back, the evidence that they brought against Donald Trump for things that that he was impeached for, some of them turned out to be a total hoax. So we'll see which way it goes. But we're not here to... to, uh, They have their faults. We know this. And it's as simple as that. One of the other things I want to jump on because I found it pretty comical. Italy is having a problem with blue crabs. Did you know this, Nikki? Italy is having a problem with blue crabs, and they're spending 2.9 million euros to tackle this blue crab invasion. There are some people who say there's no problem with blue crabs. You just have to catch them and eat them. You have to steam them correctly. Right, steam them right. And use the proper seasoning. (laughs) Exactly. What's the problem here? Well, um, clams are very essential to this part of Italy, okay. where they are. And it, the, the crabs are damaging the, the, the is clams. Is this the part of Italy where we get our um, clam sauce from? Yes. White or red? Uh, I, I don't know. We don't know which one? No. <laughs> but I, it, I'm partial it does to bring the white. It, up, it does bring it up in the that, you know, and I didn't know Italy was Europe's biggest producer of clams and the know. third largest in the world behind China and South Korea. Really? So I would much rather my clams from... Italy than China or South Korea. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. And that's from the U.S. Uh, Food and Agriculture Association data. But it, they, they're wreaking havoc on their clams. So they want to do away with the blue crabs. Well, start serving blue crabs more. But it's it's funny here. You know, th- this is a big market here. People are paying to do these things, to get licensing to crab. Where yeah. here they have to pay 2.9 million euros to help get rid of the blue crab. <laughs> that's crazy. I'm sure there's people from the United States who will go over there and do their crabbing. It's either that or, you know, crabs are very, being, being, spending a lot of time in Annapolis, I had to be shown literally how to, how to eat crab properly. It is, it's, it is hard. Yeah, I've it's never, not easy. I have never done, I don't like to fight with my food. Yeah. So, and I like, I even like, you know, king crab legs are like the best, but I won't order them because I don't want to fight with my food. You see, those are a little different because it's like one crack, you pull the meat out, and you can eat it. Where here, you're kind of really, you're, you're spreading them open, you're wiping away guts, you're, you're going for the meat, the ch- meat's in different chambers. It's great. What, it? Don't mind. It, I love it. I've really missed it. Do you, do you get them around here anywhere? Because they used to have, I think there was, wasn't there a place in Nanny Coke that used to do this every once in a while? But I don't know if they, they probably don't anymore, probably doesn't exist. Yeah, I've gotten so spoiled with Annapolis Blue Crabs mm. that when I'm up, Anywhere else, it's like, no. I I, I mean, I'll get crab cakes. I'll get, you know, crab where I don't have to actually have them. Wait, I love crab cakes. I do. My father used to make the best at Green Streets. Remember, guys? Okay. So, um, but I've ordered them places thinking, oh, good, a crab cake. Yeah. And I've had them made with that fake crab meat. Like, yeah. oh my, uh, what? Uh, and, and they think people aren't going to notice. No. It's like, no, no, I didn't order imitation crab meat, crab yeah. cake. I ordered crab cake. It's totally different. In fact, actually calling that crab meat, any even imitation is a sort of a stretch. Yeah. And, and what's funny is, I, you know, I'd get a bushel down there when I was down there. And I'd put them in a cooler and bring them home. But you have to cook them the second you get home. Mm. And then you got to pick them. You can't leave them in the shell. So you, then you have to pick them. So you can get a ton of crab meat, and it was, you know, I, like I can get a bushel for 70 bucks, 80 bucks down there. Yeah. And, and that's a lot of crabs, you know, a bushel of crabs. I was going to say, how much do you eat? Instead of paying, uh, I, I could eat a lot of crab. <laughs> yeah, I could. But you go to the restaurant down there, and just to get a dozen of jumbos, it's like 100 bucks wow. for, for 12 of them. I mean, they're nice big crabs. They're plenty for two people. 
But, you know, I'm getting... For 100 bucks, you're moving yeah. the guts away? Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah, that's part of the, eating the crab. That's, that's part them. of the fun. I love it, though. But you, you, it's it's there's a technique to it, and, and even people in Maryland who've done this their whole lives, they each have their own technique, and you got to find what works for you. Um, I have another station to go to. Yeah, it's... I talk food with you all day. Time for traffic and weather. <laughs> this traffic update is brought to you by Pentella Data Damn Internet. KRZ. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, we do have backup on the Scranton Carbondale Highway in front of the Viewmont Mall because of road work. You are slowing through construction. That construction, 81 southbound between like the Benton area, East Benton, and Waverly, you're going quite slow. And then we have heavy traffic on the Memorial Highway. Route 309 heading into the back mountain. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line 570-883-7269. Nikki Stone, WILK Traffic. Thank you, Nikki. Somebody said they live in Luzerne County and they still pay the rain tax. Biden never got rid of it, as some caller alleged. He didn't? He didn't. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast. Oh, Jeff's waiting for you. You better run. (laughs) Here's the uh, Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Tonight, showers ending, partly cloudy, low 58. Wednesday, warm and humid with an isolated storm, high 85. Thursday, showers and storms possible, high 78. Friday, mix of sun and clouds, high 82. How is that for a quick weather for you? Um, It's 547, and I think it's like 68 degrees. Let me see. 67 degrees with some strong winds coming. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show in just a minute. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. It's 5:51. I appreciate the text messages on the crabs and the places down here and how to catch them. We did catch our own crabs when we were down there. Um, you know, when I had friends down there, we went out. They lived right on the cove. We'd go out, set up the crab traps, catch them, and of course, personal consumption. You could do that. Um, and when we couldn't, you could always buy them from a local fisherman. You know, wholesale. Before they went to the the stores, but if you go to the restaurants, especially in the Annapolis area, like I said, you're paying a hundred bucks for twelve jumbo crabs, uh, which is ridiculous. You know, but if you're out from out of the area and you want the crabs without all the headache and doing the work and cooking them yourselves and steaming them and everything else, and you don't have your big uh, jugs of Old Bay, which uh, it's one of my staple spices, and now uh, from down south I have Tony C's, which is uh, very good too. It's the southern version of an Old Bay. And, uh, you know, I love my seasoning. I use them often. A couple of things going on that I'm seeing. Uh, former President Trump announced that he will plans to visit the Iowa State Fair this weekend. He'll be joining other GOP candidates, such as Ron DeSantis, who will also plans to attend the fair. So that's going to be interesting to see that happen this weekend. Also, I saw something. Pennsylvania, from ages 18 to 24, had about 96,000 registered Democrats. And again, this is between the ages of 18 and 24. In just two months, that's down a little over 4,400. 4,400 Pennsylvanians ages 18 to 24 have changed their registration from Democrat to Republican. Now, I don't know exactly what this is, but with a Joe Biden approval rating of in the low 30s, you know, his lies about student debt, knowing that it, he didn't have the authority to do it, and he's in even a lawsuit now with his new plan that's saying he doesn't have the authority to do it. It's um, going to be interesting to see this, but that, that's that's a big number in just two, two, uh, two months. But again, you have about 96,000 
registered Democrats, Democrats between the ages of 18 and 24. But again, that's down 44, a little over 4,400 in just two months. They've changed their registrations to Republican. So it's something to monitor and see what happens in Pennsylvania. It still leans more red, but it's, it's starting to, to swing more and more purple as we go. Uh, somebody asked if I did have storm damage at my property. I did not, but a lot of areas around me, especially north of me, did. Um, you know, somebody texted in earlier today, I, I meant to bring it up, saying that all the warnings and alerts and the stress that we put on, you know, heeding those warnings yesterday definitely paid off because there were some tornadoes that tore through their area. I know there's a bunch of places here in, uh, let me see if I can pull it up. They were here in the the Moscow area in Lackawanna County that had uh, like 700 people without power. I'm looking now, Tannersville. Actually, Pocono, Pocono Lake Laurel has about 900 people off without power. Let me see Moscow area. Uh, Moscow seems to be doing better. It looks like there's only 16 people there without power. Um, but up north, let me see, uh, 93 people up uh, up by Honesdale. But up, up north, the, the Susquehanna-New York border, you know, we did have some tornadoes to come through. I don't know if they were confirmed tornadoes, but there was a lot of damage like that. I know there were some areas in Maryland that really got hit hard um, with with like a whole line of telephone poles just snapped, twisted and snapped. There's probably a good 15, 20 of them in a picture I saw. But it looks like a lot of our area saw good things. Now, down in uh, the Allentown area, there seems to be a lot of power outages down there. I'm looking. I know it's a little bit south of us. But near Coopersburg, there's a 1,000 people without power. Um you know, Allentown, there's a lot of power outages in, in and around um, that area. But we had some real heavy rain. It really got dark, especially during the ride home. And uh, But no damage on the property. Our, our power did flicker but did not go out, thankfully. But I hope everybody else that uh, is in a listening area did well as, as, as well. Somebody else said, yes, I too am paying the rain extortion tax for allowing the government to let it rain fall on my non-porous property in Duryea. Yeah, so it wasn't taken away. Uh, and I appreciate you checking in, Elle, about the property. It's 5.56 here at WILK. We'll be back to close out the Rob O'Donnell Show in just a minute. Well, that's it for the Rob O'Donnell Show here on WILK News Radio. I appreciate your input. I appreciate the back and forth. I appreciate you guys as listening, listeners, and, and part of this thing we call radio. Um, we'll be back tomorrow to do it again. God bless. Be safe. Have a great night.